Welcome to the More Than Just Mowing podcast. I'm your host, Joel Cleaver, and this is the official podcast of Jim's Mowing. If you didn't know it, it's the world's largest gardening franchise with more than 2,000 franchisees in Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. And on the podcast show, we interview franchisees, our franchisors who run the regions and manage the franchisees, and also Jim himself. So there's a lot of broad range of content, and we do encourage you, if you are researching more about Jim's Mowing, about what we do, go through those episodes. It'll give you a great sense of who we are. So without further delay, here's today's episode. But thanks for joining us today, Ken, on the Jim's Mowing and Jim's Group podcast. That you're one of our um, winners of the Accor Silver Membership. So that's for for long-term franchisees and franchisees who give great customer service. And you've been with us for many years and got a fantastic star rating. So first of all, we're going to award you with that. And that's basically, a um, I think it's worth $600 or $700. So two free nights to any Accor hotel, plus a bunch of other benefits as well. And we'll shoot that to you after the interview. But congratulations and on behalf of Jim's Group and Jim's Mowing. Thanks for being a star franchisee for so many years. No, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now, what were you doing prior to Jim's mowing, Ken? Um, I was farming um, on a um, family farm about 200 kilometres east of Perth. Yeah, with my uh, doing farming with my dad for 30, 30 odd years until we sold and um, moved the family to Perth, generally because well, uh, my wife's a school teacher, found a job at EC, but then it come to itself, um, and it was a bit di- bit different being an ex-farming there, and you always want to work, well, used to working on your own, plus working for yourself. And um, I had a friend um, in Perth, and I was talking to him, and he was into Jim's mowing, and he was with Jim's for seven years. And uh, I got the idea of that and went on to the website, and, and uh, yeah, 14 years later, I'm still doing being the gym. So it's um, been, it's been very enjoyable and um, rewarding. Yeah, no, um, we've enjoyed it. And it was a challenge coming from the farm to city life. But um, yeah, after a few years now, and well, after 15 years in Perth, um, we're um, at home now with it. And um, gyms has helped. Help myself um, settle into city life pretty well. And what were you, what type of farmer were you? Uh, it was wheat sheep. Um, yeah, we had about uh, I think it was about five thousand acres. Wow. And um, yeah, so um, it was a big decision to sell, but uh, Dad, it was too much money to buy Dad out, and he, being old school um, farming. Didn't uh, allow for superannuation, so we decided as a um, well, it was come to a compromise that we sold the farm and um, yeah, and went our own way. And Dad's still in the small country town, and he's ninety one. Wow. And uh, yeah, no, he's going along good, and it was a bit daunting leaving him, but um, yeah, but you've got to do what you what you do and. Um, the family, my family comes first and uh, I've got three boys and uh, yeah, no, and the schooling in the small country town was actually, you know, dwindling. So with Perth, it gave opportunity for the kids kids as well and it was, um, yeah, no, it was a right decision in the end. Yeah, well, it's, um, yeah, well, I'm, I come from a family of dairy farmers here in Warrnambool, which is around two and a half hours away. So I understand the transition where yeah. And they might be an offer to buy the farm and well, what do the kids sort of do? So I just sort of understand around that sort of stuff. So yeah, it definitely can be a tough decision. And 
it's a lot harder. Well, over here's dairy farming, which is probably what I'm on now. It's hard sometimes to, depending on the milk price, you know, whether they stay in it or not. And they're always looking for maybe there might be something to go in there. But farming, like it's the toughest job in the, in the world, like in terms of the hours you work and, and the pay. So coming from that sort of background gives you a great work ethic to go into your own business straight away. I'm sure from day one, you're pretty much flying. How was that early days for you making that transition anyway? It was pretty, pretty good actually, because welfare ethic was there already with, um, because I had social skills. Uh, well, I find it easy talking to people and, and, um, with, you know, and obviously talk, dealing with the public and everything like that, um, it was, it come pretty easy. And, um, yeah, I got a 90 regular clients. Um, I did have more, but I have, um, offloaded a few. So, um, because now looking at it, I've been doing it 14 years. I was 45 years old when I took Jim's on and I'm nearly 60, I'm 60 this year. You look pretty good for for your age, Ken. You look actually, you look young. I think it's um I think it must be working with gyms that's helped. <laughs> I think oh, I think your dad's your, your dad's got great genetics, obviously in that farming lifestyle and late yeah. country attitude, I think definitely. Yeah, no, it's um and uh no, I've enjoyed every minute of the gyms and um with the having a was a gym into just the five star rating and I've got Got that and had never had a complaint in fourteen years. So it's amazing. Um, never had a complaint in fourteen years. Yeah, I was, um, you know, I'm a very well. I'm pretty chuffed to actually do that because I haven't heard of anyone. I haven't heard of anyone saying. Now, I've done a lot of these interviews. I've done probably like forty in the last three three weeks. I've never heard of anyone say they've never got a complaint in fourteen years. So that's amazing. Yeah, and um, no, it's um, it's it's what I like about gyms is that. It's a lifestyle, like similar to farming. You're your own boss. Um, the kids were growing up in Perth. I could, you could do juggle things to um, if they had a sporting event or whatever. Um, you you don't miss it. Like you can do the same with farming as well. We've we've had been a um, partner in it as well. We take it on turns and in in the backup and. Um, so, you know, with the, with gyms, it was, it was a really good opportunity to be a similar, but on, on quite a smaller scale, obviously, but, um, yeah, lifestyle is probably why I enjoy it. And, and I actually, not one day out of 14 years, I've actually thought, well, I'm sick of this, but I'm, well, I have, I've never been sick of it and I enjoyed going to work. So it's been really good. That's great. Now let's talk about. The WA is obviously different to Vic in terms of the um, the types of jobs and, and the equipment and the properties you work on. So maybe do you want to give a bit of an overview of the type of equipment you use in your business, first of all, the, and that sort of experience over the years um, with using your equipment in Perth and the types of gardens and jobs that you do in your business? I've got a cylinder mowers um, used quite regularly. I've got a self-propelled Honda mo- mo- uh, mower. I've got a Hustler um, Zero Turn Rider mower, which is... Fantastic. And um, obviously a hedger, got uh, two brush cutters and two blowers. And uh, I always carry a couple of spares because if you're away from away from home and you know, it's just convenient if something goes wrong, you always got a backup, which is, which is good. And um, with the uh, pruner, I've got a battery Makita 
battery operated uh, printer, which is which is great. What else have we got? I've oh, an extendable um, printer also, which goes to five meters. So yeah, no, it, uh, I've covered all aspects of gardening and um, with the machinery side of it. And um, yeah, so it was all bought brand new from start, and obviously I've replaced with brand new stuff as I go along. So it's been always believe that you've got to have reliable equipment to make it a quality job. And uh, uh, that's what I always, with my, with gyms itself, I, I always, you take your time, you do a quality job and it's, you're not only benefiting the client, you're actually benefiting the gyms group as well, which is a bit fuss. And uh, that's what I throw myself on is to do a high quality job with the, the equipment that I own. It's a great way to look at it, Ken, because with gyms, unfortunately, because we're so big, if someone has a bad experience with the franchisee in another division, like cleaning or mowing or antennas, that person's never going to use us for anything. So it's it's a yep. lot, you know, our franchisees do take it a lot more serious when it comes to customer service. Yes. Um, that's, um, always have a, have a good relationship with the, with the, um, clients and, um, you get to know them like have a, a lot that I've been there for 14 years and, um, Really? What are your clients? Sorry? Have you had clients for 14 years that have stayed with you? Years I have, yeah. Wow. And um, you get to know their actual families. And um, yeah, it's, um, it's, been, it's, been quite, it's been quite interesting. My middle son was a t- is a 10 tenner. And um, the actual, I was telling the clients, and they actually had 20 to 30 people go to the Crown Casino and watch the tenors perform. So um, I was pretty chuffed about that as well. Amazing. So 14 years you've had some regular clients for that. That's unbelievable. And um, let's well, let's just talk about, Ken, what is customer service to you and what is good customer service? Why do people stay with you so long and you haven't had a complaint ever in 14 years? It's an amazing achievement. So maybe just want to talk about stuff that you might think is basic. Maybe just tell us about your process and what you do differently. What, what I do is, and I do, I've done this for 14 years, and I've been to meetings and our um, franchise or meetings. And um, I've this the way I do it is I'll text every client or ring the elderly clients that don't text the night before as a courtesy to um, just to see if it's okay to come that day. I've got young families as well that it mightn't suit that day. And um, also, you've got roller doors, so get open, get side gates as well. And it's just a courtesy, courtesy, part of the courtesy um, way I do run my own business. And and uh, the clients appreciate it. And um, also, I think doing doing the best quality job. And if you if you do a quality job and go and look back at it and say. And there's nothing worse than you're thinking you walk away and you go, oh, I'm not going to worry about that, that bit there. But that's, that's the, your clients are paying for it. So to do a quality job, finish the job properly, and you won't get a complaint. And that's, that's the way I operate. So, and the clients love it. They, well, you know, like, that's why I hold the four star rank. And what about your quoting process? Are you someone who takes them out and walks them through the job before or after, or how do you do that as well um, from your communication point of view? Um, reading the reading the new client 
if uh, I'd had no success with that, I would text the client. If I didn't have any success with that, I would email the client. And with emailing, or one of the three, you usually get a response. When I arrive, um, obviously in uniform and whatever, and uh, present myself and shake your hand, give them my card, uh, introduce myself, obviously, and we'll run through the process. And if they're saying, this is the lawn, I'll say, well, this is what I'll use. Um, yeah, you agree, can I go through and I'll say, this is a cylinder mower job. I'll go and do the edges, have it all neat and tidy, and then go right through it. Then quote, and I'll say to them, this is how I'll be doing it. Then I'll quote the job and um, say to them, well, and after that, and they agree on the quote. And uh, yeah, so I'll just run through different aspects of what I'm going to actually achieve with the job and um, we'll go from there. Yeah, it sounds like you take your time with the customer. You're not rushing. You're taking your time. No. You're demonstrating your knowledge and you're you're yeah. explaining everything to them fully. Where sometimes people might unfortunately might be time poor or something and just rush and do it. But it sounds like you're taking a lot of time to go through it. Also, I look around and if there's other like pruning to do, I'll just say I'll suggest um, and down the track I can also prune that hedge there and I can fertilize your lawn and I mean, and uh, spray, you know, do the weeds and stuff like that. So um, just other things while you're there and you're looking around and, um, yeah, and you can walk away with quite a, you know, quite a decent figure at the end of it. Now, even though it's called Jim's Mowing, we know it's more than mowing. So do you want to talk about all the services that you can provide in your business that, that you do for your customers? Um, everything I do is from uh, mowing to uh, using your uh, ride-on mower I actually do gardening as um, pruning, mulching, laying new lawn. I do slashing. With slashing, um, it's a bit different. Some people want to, you've got to, what I do is I'll say to the, so I've got a quote with a slashing job, I'll get the person, I'll say, look, you agree to just slash it, leave it. Do you agree on that? And I'll get them to sign off because mm. we, uh, um, had a few. They had in our franchise meetings. We've had a few franchisees that had a bit of a few problems with um, people coming back and saying, "Oh, you didn't didn't rake it up," but that wasn't you know. So we're sort of just backing yourself up that you've got actually proof when you do quote. Yeah. Um. We find that you know a little bit of um security on the own 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 self as well. That's great to hear. I miss. I used to, used to live in WA for eight years. I miss the lawns there because the lawns are like bowling greens, and you can play cricket and kick footy. Whereas, whereas over here, you got buffalo grass, and you got it's everything's long and yeah, yeah. it's your grass. You get nice, you get that nice bowling green, picture perfect grass, and you get to work on some great properties. Yeah. Where are you? In, where are you in Perth, Ken? Which area? You north or south? Uh, I'm in south. I'm actually in the Perth Hills. Ah, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, um, let's talk about your, your journey over 14 years in business. What are some bits of advice that maybe you can impart on some maybe new new franchisees or some new people yeah. getting to business? What are some things that would have helped you, you think, in terms of a... Um, being um, light. As a franchise franchisee, um, when you approach a customer, on, uh, you want to be light. You don't want to overstep the mark with, with people. With um, payment, 
the way I operate is that I offer the client online or cash mainly. Yeah, and I've, I've actually, in 14 years, I believe it or not, I've never had a bad, bad debtor, which um, um, once again, that's amazing. Yeah. And I do hear a lot of bad stories um, about it, but um, I, I don't know whether I've been just lucky with overall, but um, I just do. If you if you've got a new client and um, you find that some of the new new franchisees, which I find a bit bizarre, I'm like, well, can you keep go back to the same client three or four times and mowing? but not getting paid, where I would mm. do one mow, and on that very first mow, I'd expect a payment at the end of it. About 100% of the time, that, that's no no problem. The second time is just, and if they do get lax, I would do a friendly reminder and a text, and I've never had a problem. It's been, it's been awesome. And, I mean, that's what you're... So you succeed in your business for 14 years, you've got to have a cash flow. And if you don't have a cash flow, you don't have a business. Yeah. And that's maybe it sounds a little bit harsh to be, but you've got to be a bit harsh to be compound to succeed in your business. That's all. Yeah, well, not many, people, you know, not many businesses last past 10 years in general. So to be there for 14 years, obviously, it's working for you. And to have not have a bad debtor in 14 years is quite amazing. I'm sure there's a lot of fantasies that would be jealous of you. And I think one thing you said as well, like you're shaking someone's hand at the start as well. You know, probably feel like, you know, good old country sort of greeting, smile, shaking the hand. I don't know if many people do that, but I think those little things like that, they're going to feel more like I can't not pay my mowing guy or, you know, because I know yeah. you personally and you've got that relationship with him. So it sort of make they feel guilty or probably more guilt if they didn't pay you. So that's yeah. an amazing achievement. Yeah, I, I think the majority of the people are, you know, like uh, maybe it's, being in Calamundo, Lesmedi area, it is um, a good area to. There's a lot of country people in that area too, and it just seems, you know, that I'm lucky that I haven't had any any bad debtors, and everybody's friendly and nice. So because you got the water park there, it's because you got the water park there. Maybe everyone's a bit more relaxed. <laughs> One of my best mates that actually lives in Calamundo. He bought a house there, so I do I do know the area well. But yeah, maybe maybe it is the better type of. The different type of laid back people, I don't know. Not saying that country people are, you know, diff- they're definitely a lot more friendly maybe than the South <laughs> City Slickers, right? So, but um, yeah, so in terms of the business, like, you know, someone's looking at doing Jim's Boeing like you did 14 years ago. Yeah. What, what would you sort of say to them, like, in terms of maybe what questions to ask or research or what would have, what advice would you give someone maybe looking at it who was in maybe a bit of a crossroads, maybe like they've been maybe redundant from their job or, they want to do something more in life than what they're currently doing in their nine to five. So what would you sort of say to them? Yeah. Um, I started with 65 clients and um, if I was to do it again, I would probably still do it the way I did it. I would go in and obviously you had your body of 65 clients, then I would have buy all my gear brand new. But I know some people cannot do that. But I was a bit lucky because when Kevin Raven was in as Prime Minister, he was giving every $1,000 he spent of your small business or towards the small business, you can fight $100 back. Not bad, dear. <laughs> and it was just a jag that that was the year I bought the business. So, 
So generally it costs $50,000 with all my new equipment. At the end of the day, I'll look back with a check from the ATO. Twenty five thousand. Not bad. Not not a bad not a bad initiative. Well, you know, it really hasn't cost me a hell of a lot to start up. But I mean, advice to to um, a person. Well, you're getting your sixty five clients, and that to me, because when I went there, I said, "Oh no, I need need one hundred and fifty And a franchise all said, "No, you don't." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you start with sixty five and. Man, oh man, 65, I was asleep by about seven that night after doing five customers and then you build up and after, you know, a good 12 months and you find all the, not shortcuts, but it just gets easier mm. um, and your body toughens up to it. Yeah, and then you can start building on top of that and then you can get to your 100 and 130 and I think it was 130 is a good good uh, amount of uh, clients to have but when you get into my age probably not so 90 is enough but what's the biggest you got to ken in your business what was the most of our clients five and that was yeah and they were all quite big big uh era clients to have so it was getting a little bit over the top have you sold many splits over the years at, at all or uh, no, no, I didn't. Um, actually, it worked out. I had a few rentals, and with rentals, sometimes you don't keep them, sometimes you do, and um, and then you have people move on and stuff like that. So it would. But at the end of the day, now the majority of my clients, uh, I've got none under fifty dollars. I've got the highest I've got is six hundred wow. um, monthly. Um, and the majority, yeah. So overall, I reckon my cut would be something like eighty-five, ninety bucks. Yeah. And have you been happy with the level of income you you made over the years as well? You have to say that you made, but you've been happy with it. Just- yeah. No, I have been quite happy with that. Yeah. So it's um, it's been it's been quite good to me. It's been comfortable. It um, you know, it, I've been scratching and scraping. Um, it's been really good. That's great to hear. Um, what's been your highlight over 14 years? Has there been any customers that have stood out to your relationships or has there been something over the 14-year journey, some highlights that have stood out to you? Yeah, yeah. Like um, I've seen a few of my clients pass on, um, which has been sad. But um, I think when we went to, when I first started the Oz uh, Advice, they're your customers, they're not your friends. And that was a little bit, you know, oh, not really. <laughs> it was a bit hard fourteen years that I they they some of them actually met like family. So you know, um yeah, no overall highlight my highlight is just making a great job and enjoying gyms and enjoying the clients. So I've been it's been it's been a wonderful wonderful ride. They're been really good. That's great. And how's the support been from your franchisors or franchisor over the years in terms of their support and what do you what you probably don't need to ask them for too much now, but what how have they supported you over your journey? Um, they've been really really great. They ring up, um, you know, every I see fortnightly, and we have a have a talk for half an hour each, and it's been their meetings have been you know uh, every month, and it's been and they go out on a limb with um, 
people they bring in and it's it, it they've been really good help if you have trouble with your computers or whatever they can help you out big time and uh they've been a great support really really have great and have you had much to do with jim over the years at all a little bit yeah uh, i I'm, obviously when i first started i would flee to melbourne and i met him and um yeah there's a few few questions i've um talked to him about and um yeah, but uh, you haven't had any complaints though, so you probably haven't had much to do with him to be honest. Because no, you do it, it's no, like, why is no, it's been none of that. It's um, yeah, but um, no, he's he's gave me a few compliments too, which has been pretty pretty impressive. So it's been good. But he'll give you a call next year for your 15 year anniversary. He gives anniversary calls to 10, 15, 20, 25 years. But um, yeah. by all means, feel free to call him anytime, and he'd be wrapped to hear from you. Right. I'm going to share this tomorrow when I see him tomorrow in the office or Friday. I'm going to tell him about, I've met Ken who hasn't had a complaint in 14 <laughs> years. I think it's very impressive and it's awesome. I, I can't believe it because in mowing especially as well, because it's so much high volume with different things and yeah. customers might have different expectations. It's an amazing achievement, Ken, with no complaints in 14 years and to have customers for 14 years. Yeah, it's an amazing achievement. Now, it's not mowing related, but I'll maybe just run through the basketballs in the background and, and, and who your son is because I... I'm a big NBA fan. There are probably some people on the on the listing who might be NBA fans. So maybe you want to tell us who your son is. His name is Elias Swivenbank. He's well, I can't tell you what, what the he's got a podcast with the um NBA Pelicans. Yeah. Um yeah. And then yeah, so obviously he's got all the Lucky um, Man, all the sign NBA memorabilia in the band. Yeah, so yeah, he's got all sign. Um yeah, he's does it every? I think it's every Saturday. Does he podcast? He's a um, lawyer by uh, by his career, and um, yeah, as he's very busy with that, uh, he makes time for his podcast on a Saturday. Yes. So if anyone listening and watching, it's the NBA. Uh, each team has a podcast, or that they do like yeah. a fan podcast, and it's the he does the one for the for the New Orleans Pelicans, which is which is yes. Awesome. Yeah. No. He's um. He's uh. What was he ranked number? Number two in uh, New Orleans. So there you go. Well, there's a lot to talk about now after New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, well, I won't go into too much. This is not a sports podcast. It's Zion Williamson. So there's a bit going on with the, the Pelicans, which I'm sure keeps him very busy. Do you keep updated with it much yourself? or? Yeah, no. I watched, um, watched the final. And um, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a bit lopsided, but I believe the right team won. Yeah, then, but oh, like, Jokic had to get one. Jokic is, a, is amazing. So um, he's, he's an amazing man, and he? he's a he's a big big unit to get around. And yeah, no, he's amazing basketballer. Just hopes I get up the photos of when he was younger in Serbia. He was obviously a chubby kid when he was younger, and just to see yeah. see how he's grown up to be the NBA MVP and the best player yeah. in the league is is quite um encouraging for young kids who might not, you know, be the. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's um. It's a great achievement, and uh, yeah, no, he he's a um, he's a great basketball to be looked up to. That's for sure. And what about yourself, Ken? What do you get up to in your free time when you're not, you know, work with your clients? Well, I'm a not I'm a West Coast Eagles order. No, I'm not good at the moment, mate. I feel no, for I feel for you. I've got to say that very tongue in cheek, but um, oh, every team has their bad. Bad, bad years, and we're going through that at the moment. Obviously, it's all through the media. But um, I play golf. Um, yeah, I used to play football myself, but now I watch my youngest son play. And um, yeah, no, 
it's um it's it's good that uh yeah my my days of sport are probably nearing an end but um yeah golf's golf's good golf's a good, tra- golf's a good transition i was one question before we wrap up today but i want to ask you about you mentioned you got three kids so the lifestyle over the years so we, did you was there something where you dropped your kids off at school picked them up or how did you work in around what you did with your with your family um I would actually, yes, and my three boys went to Mazenob College. Um, we were five minutes away from school, so I could drop the boys off. My wife actually worked at a government school. She works at a Kalamunda school. And um, so that's opposite direction. So I would get all the boys in. We'd do a, drop them off at school, and then I can get the uh, boys at three o'clock and back home and then go out and do another job after that. So... But um, yeah, no, that's how we used to operate, and it was good. It was a like again, again, it's a flexible job, and you can work around your social life. You can work around your kids. That's why with gyms is it is a good job, and you make money while you're doing it. So it's really good. Yeah, no, it's it's, a, it's those little things as well. You can't get back with time. You know, I I've done a lot of these interviews, and everyone says a similar thing. It's you know they love being able to pick up their kids from school or drop them off, or you take time off to do this school event or coach or whatever it is right whereas with a traditional corporate job you yeah. know nine till five you might be there from nine till five or from eight till seven or whatever it is and yeah. you just don't have that option to do it oh my eldest son and i did coach the massimo college yeah what are you telling um we got to a grand final unfortunately you lost by three points uh, no good but um yeah and it was another way of actually um socializing and being new from the country that was a good um, yep. stepping stone to meet people as well. So it was really good. Absolutely. Well, Ken, I've taken more than enough of your time. And thank you very much for joining us on the Jim's Mining and Jim's Group podcast. And once again, um, we're going to send you the silver membership for being a star franchisee. And, you know, it's two free nights at any core hotel for you and your partner to go to. There's over, that's up to 50% off your dining bill at over 1,400 restaurants. There's all these other benefits as well. It takes around five business days to get you. We'll send you an email create an account and they'll get a card out to you as well physically but um, on the behalf of the gyms group and gyms buying thank you for being a star franchisee and thank you for for your time today it is a pleasure to meet you and uh, i've never met a franchisee as i said with no complaints in 14 years but i have customers for 14 years so i'm very wrapped to meet you with that because you really create some social media clips out of that statement i reckon it's fantastic for the brand and you obviously do a fantastic job so thank you for your time and it's been a pleasure meeting you uh you tonight thanks joel i really appreciate everything thanks ken no worries mate have a good one Thank you for listening to the episode of the More Than Just Mowing podcast by Jim's Mowing. If you do need help with your local gardening expert, please give us a call at 131 546 for Australia, 0800 454 654 for New Zealand, or head to jimsmowing.com.au or jimsmowing.co.nz. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to leave us a review as well. Wherever you consume your podcast, we appreciate your support. And until next episode, we hope you have a great week.